You're listening to From the Midlands, the stories of people making a difference across the region. Our presenter is Gail Downey. Yes, hello. Joining us is Sophie Dale-Black from the British Business Bank. This is a government-owned, independently managed bank which provides finance for small businesses. Hello, Sophie. Hi, Gail. How are you doing? Just explain to me the difference between a normal high street bank and the British Business Bank. Not every small business will have heard of the British Business Bank because we're not a high street bank in the in the normal sense of how banks operate. What we do is uh, we, we help to push new money, different money out through different providers and we have more than 180 what we call delivery partners um, and they're of all types of different uh, lenders, some including high street banks, alternative lenders but also equity houses, venture capital, right across the the range of different finance options. So they will have heard of many of the brands uh, that we operate through as our delivery partners but perhaps not the British Business Bank itself until they've listened to this podcast. When you talk about equity partners, investors and so on, can you give me an example, even if you can't name names? Yeah, of course, of course. Well, we're in the Midlands and so we've got the Midlands Engine Investment Fund, which was set up a few years ago. And it does have a debt area and it also has an equity area. And in the equity area, a number of partners, I can mention uh, Mercia as an example, um, very active um, with the different types of equity investment that they operate in. And just recently, they, they've put into a, a, quite a large fundraise, actually, continuing the the investment in a, in a company called IFIC, uh, which is over in Birmingham, and they're a, they're a green water specialist company, and they're taking contaminants out of wastewater, which is obviously really important in a sustainable world. Is it these kind of innovative companies, small businesses, that you look to lend money to? Actually, it's a variety of companies. So we have everything from startup loans, where we have you know the the West Midlands um, ambassador for last year uh, was was actually a mobile fish and chip fan called the Cod of. Duty named because the entrepreneurs uh, enjoyed gaming. But actually, all the way through, we have nail bars and smoothie companies, all the way through to new technologies. Uh, there's a virtual golf company that we've invested in recently with uh, a loan, um, but also lots of technology. And being a scientist, I, I do quite like the technology companies, obviously, very much the uh, the digital focuses in there uh, and, and the different technologies are being developed here in the Midlands. Um, Acceleron, great example. Uh, over in Birmingham they're developing uh, new battery technologies making sure those batteries for cars are much longer lasting and therefore much better uh, way of being sustainable for transport for the future. We're here at Loughborough University which is where you studied chemistry tell me how you made the leap from chemistry and a chemistry PhD to becoming involved in economics and loans to small businesses. It's uh, lovely to be back on campus today and thank you for coming here to meet me. Loughborough University, yeah, it really has my heart. Um, I spent six years here and very much enjoyed my time as a chemist. Um, but ultimately, crazy thing to say but decided I didn't enjoy the lab work so much and it was actually the people focused angles of what I was doing but also the business growth uh, aspects and being able to bring that science knowledge not necessarily my skills in the lab but my science knowledge through to how businesses operate and and then the finance that they need to grow has, has been really really important through my career. And as you said, you know, you look at businesses in the Midlands or potential businesses in the Midlands. How do you base your decisions on whether to lend the money? 
Yeah, now that that is something businesses always ask, and obviously with 180 plus delivery partners, we do um, we do kind of delegate that that decision making is is down to each particular lender or investor. And I think there's a there's a lot of criteria that they go through, and there's something called investment readiness when we're talking about perhaps angel investment or, or larger equity investment, and that's more than the desire to want the money, the desire for the company to grow using that money. It's actually the company being ready for the investment, and that can be having the right skills involved it can be having a viable technology having a a plan for how to make money out of that technology because ultimately the investor is going to want to see a return on their investment but really yeah that that readiness and and being able to have the governance around the company as well to ensure that the company is long lasting that's really important not not just a great idea but a great idea with a real business case and a business plan around it and have you ever thought oh i've got a great idea i know something i could do and go to the british business bank and borrow some money i've thought many times of uh, particularly a consultancy company I could set up but um, definitely uh, I remember when I was working a couple of universities actually uh, in, in a service driven environment with with a technology we knew that technology could help businesses and we did actually set up some work in consultancy and it, it, it I guess that was early in my career and it's kind of stayed with me that that building the opportunities for the future but I did work for a spin-out company of a university a few years ago and you know that one has been purchased I think twice now already it's been acquired so just the growth that you see and the experiences when you're part of that startup environment they're really inspiring. What kind of skills do you think people need to set up a small business as you said it's not just about having an idea but to see it through? Yeah, it's not just about the idea. And I, I think the um, having, for example, a scientific idea, I think is a perfect example where you understand the science, you understand the product or the, the tool that you've created. But actually, what you need to understand is, is how that makes money. Uh, how how it's sellable to a to a customer. What does the customer need or the user? What are they looking for in that market research? But also, the professional skills that you need to be able to build a company. Um, if you're going to be the founder, the chief exec, you need those leadership skills, those people development skills to bring your team with you to retain and also, you know, initially recruit. Big issue at the moment around recruitment and retention and getting the right people and helping to build things. Um, there's so many skills that it's not just the idea but actually a lot of entrepreneurs learn that on the way and they use mentoring um, in particular. There's many organisations that provide mentoring to help those businesses to really grow with, uh, the people grow with the business. I think the entrepreneur grows with the business um, and that's a, a really interesting growth curve for them personally. Do you think there's a, a skills gap that perhaps could be filled in education to help people understand businesses as you said it's not just the great idea but all the other things that go with it including even filing your VAT returns <laughs> definitely definitely I think um, I did work at a chartered accountants institute a little while ago and I always said make sure you get the right advice when it comes to your finances tax tax returns and all sorts but uh, just just thinking about being on campus today one of the things I did when I actually worked here as well um, in, a, in a biological sciences department and manufacturing department one of the things we did was to look at the the PhD training um, that was brilliant for developing the skills, developing the the technology awareness. We built in the kind of business skills as well, made sure that they understood business planning, that they understood 
people skills, the importance of how to collaborate. Um, you know, that, that is a natural skill for some people, but for others it's, it's something that is expected in the business environment. How to market yourself, how to market the brand, all of these things go beyond the science and they're just as important as the brilliant science within a company. And I guess part of that is down to the media, isn't it, as well? People in the media like somebody that they can kind of look to who's going to dazzle and, and be dazzle and even bedazzle the angel investors or, or whoever. Have you found sometimes that people you have wanted to support through the uh, business bank just don't have that and you felt, mm, I'm not sure whether this is going to work? I think because of the way we operate through delivery partners, I, I maybe haven't seen specific examples where it's a go-no-go decision, but I, I'd, I'd probably look to a really good example outside of the Midlands actually I think you know we do need to learn from some of these experiences up in the northeast there's a, a northern accelerator and that's a spin out um, development fund from a number of the universities up in up in that northeast region and what they do is they parachute in bring in those skills from professionals where they will temporarily support a business support the scientists to develop things and actually the scientists kind of by osmosis almost they they develop those skills themselves it, it becomes part of their um their way of working um but those professionals are always available to support them but actually also pitch the company on behalf of the scientists to to the investors it it is important one of the things i've found with with um i listen to pitches at, at events regularly and actually the person who's pitching is really really important and hearing from the entrepreneur is really important because the investor then believes in them they buy into the person but it's also important to know who's around them who, what support they have around them that they're not alone no entrepreneur needs to be alone they can get financial advice business mentoring all kinds of things but as the company grows when they're looking for big investment it is that wider uh, and that's where the professional uh, offering that the northeast has i think is really clever so really they need a business plan they need to be able to market themselves as well as their product it's quite a, a heavy ask isn't it there's a lot to setting up a business and um, certainly when we have the startup loans um, area within the British Business Bank's work, we, we think that's a really nice offering because not only is it money, it goes up to 25000 for those startup loans uh, to get the company off the ground, but it's also about the support that's given and, and they get a mentoring program alongside the money. There's also online training courses with the Open University where you can build the skills that you need and uh, just a little plug for, for what we've done with the startup loans recently which has really helped um, I think it's important for the diversity actually of the entrepreneurs that, that take those up we've expanded the um, eligibility criteria so that the first loan can be up to three years now rather than two and the second loan can be up to five years rather than three and obviously uh, they're 41% female the entrepreneurs that secure startup loans which is just amazing but it allows um, we understand from stakeholders kind of women who perhaps are doing this in a part-time position to actually have a little bit longer to get their business off the ground and we definitely see that in the numbers which is great and have you seen a difference in who is coming to you with ideas I was talking to the editor of the insider magazine and he was saying you know before it was men in gray suits 
but now it's people from ethnic minorities and as you said more women coming forward and wanting to start a business yeah those startup loans are 21% for black and minority ethnic which is just brilliant um, to see it being of interest we also have a Sharia compliant component of that offering for for those that don't wish to take a traditional loan structure which uh, you know really makes it very very inclusive and just explain what that means uh, Sharia compliant uh, so uh, if, if you are of Muslim religion then taking uh, a traditional loan may not be uh, compatible with your religion and uh, Sharia law allows certain uh, ways of working in this area and we operate through uh, a particular delivery partner who is completely versed in uh, in how Sharia law needs to be implemented. And that's obviously really important in the Midlands because we have such a diverse population don't we? Absolutely that's why I think it's uh, incredibly good for this area really useful yeah. And looking at the startups that you've worked with, are there any that kind of stick out and you say that's really exceeded expectations? Yeah, I think the example of Acceleron that I mentioned earlier, um, just a little bit of context to it, that I was at a meeting just the other day with Innovate UK colleagues. I used to work at Innovate UK, so it was a great uh, a great reconnection with them. Uh, Innovate UK Knowledge Transfer Network, the Edge component with the scale-up work they do, the Catapults, Technology and Innovation Centres. And as soon as I mentioned Acceleron as one of our case studies of the success of different investors now crowding money in to support the development of their battery technology for, for cars, the number of people that nodded and said in the room, oh yeah, we've worked with them and we've worked with them. And that is a brilliant example where the whole business community has got behind a black and minority ethnic-led company in the Midlands and really helped to build it for the future. So I really like that example. Do the investors tend to come from the UK or do you get any from overseas? Yeah, so definitely across the uh, the system, there is a lot of international investment. Certain sectors do particularly well uh, internationally. Um, technology, digital technologies tend to, there's a lot of money in Silicon Valley that tends to then come in to the UK. Um, but we're just setting up a, a life sciences investment programme and we'll have that launched very, very soon. Um, but that's actually being uh, co-invested in by the Mubabdullah uh, Investment, which is obviously a Middle Eastern investment company. So we're seeing that crowd in with our with government UK government investment that the British Business Bank is then delivering so there's lots of really good examples and we do say have a look at your local because your investor will be on your doorstep they will be able to support you through uh, through board observation and, and direct support and mentoring but actually if the right money for you is international go for it we're coming up to the end of 2022 we're seeing a cost of living crisis the economy seems to be in free fall at the moment how is that going to impact the british business bank in terms of lending money and also the interest rates that the borrowers might have to face in the future yeah the uh, the, the majority of the uh, the money that we're offering will continue as it is so it's there it's available for uh, for businesses right now um, and it's it's very much on top of what the system already has in it what other providers have in there but I think the particular point I wanted to make uh, around perhaps a newer area is the recovery loan scheme and that does have a fixed interest rate on it um, uh, and that allows 
banks that may not feel that they can invest in a particular company for their own reasons with their normal terms, uh, their normal banking terms, they can look to uh, this recovery loan scheme, which is it's back to the finance guarantee system that we had before the pandemic. And it gives the banks uh, and other lenders, not just the banks, but other lenders as well, those options to, to support those businesses. So you're supporting the banks who are in turn supporting the businesses? That's exactly right. We provide uh, a government finance guarantee, if you like, um, and that provides them more reassurance when they when they go onwards to, to support the businesses. Heading towards the future, and obviously you don't have a crystal ball, but do you see more small businesses coming to you and coming to other financial institutions to start up on their own? I think the pandemic has driven a a desire to do something different. We've all reflected and and definitely there there has been a a startup revolution, if you like, as a a result of of those changes. And obviously when people are uh, unfortunately made redundant through different circumstances, it can be one option for them. But, um, you know, just just recently we've, we've held a business finance week where we've really gone out to businesses and said, you know, this is about you understanding your your finance options so that you can make the best decision for you. And through that, we've we've definitely heard of some of the challenges that the businesses have faced in the current climate. Uh, recruitment and retention a constant message from them uh, of retaining staff, the cost of living crisis, having to pay more uh, more salaries uh, out to them. But but also that they are inspired, I guess, inspired for the future to to look at their growth options and finance being a a way of uh, supporting them through that growth. And finally, how do people get in touch? Yeah, so we are at the uh, the British Business Bank on, uh, you can Google us, but very much we have a finance hub and I'd really encourage uh, small businesses in the area to, to look at the finance hub. What that has is all the information you might want to know about what to do when you want to grow your company, but also it has a really great cost of living uh, content section as well, which you'll be able to see some of the things that you might want to consider, you perhaps already are, but actually some support and guidance there as well. So no matter if you are wanting to just stay ahead of your competitors right now to keep going through these challenging times or whether you're actually looking to grow and to scale your company there is a a real offering of information on the finance hub through that. Sophie Dale Black from the British Business Bank thank you very much. Thank you great to speak to you. You've been listening to From the Midlands a whirlwind production. If you've enjoyed listening and would like to sponsor this series of podcasts, details are available on our website at fromthemidlands.co.uk.